Welcome to On the Human Spectrum. I'm TM Fritz, um, and I get to talk to neurointeresting guests to hear their insights and struggles. I deal with a giggle or two as we explore the varying ways we find purpose, meaning, and connection, and define and perhaps redefine success. My guest today is a wonderful friend who shares her experience as an adult realizing that she's on the autistic spectrum. I'm going to refer to her as uh, AKA K or K because she feels uncomfortable with her actual name being out there, like a lot of other people, it turns out. I might do an episode on why, why that might be. Anyway, Kay is a physician turned writer, parent of an autistic, non-binary trans child, and married to a physician scientist. And funnily enough, that describes my background as well. In this episode, we compare notes about how we feel about autism in our lives. And AKA Kay surprised me with some of her answers. There's a recording snafu, so we'll begin with that, and then things sort themselves out quickly. Oh yes, and we recorded outside, so the birds, beads, and other chatty insects joined the conversation. It's okay. This gave me a chance to think something. Yes. Let me see. I don't know how long it's been recording. That's a, this is a good practice one. And it's also really fun to talk about it. And tomorrow I'll forget. <laughs> I know, seriously. And maybe I'll be able to think about it. So, so, so just going back, so it doesn't yeah. look like I'm, I'm, I don't know if it's recording, yeah. but just going back again. So you learned about Hans Asperger, Asperger right. in your psychotation, you think I probably. Think so. Or maybe earlier. I, I can't remember. And then, so it's through learning about that, that that's when you're like, oh. Like these are you know, his little professors, right? And that's yeah. where you're like. I think that's where I started to think some things, think some thinky mm-hmm. things. Yeah, thinky things. <laughs> and um, that kind of put me down the track of reading a lot of things. Yeah. Um, some various memoirs and looking at people around me. But so when did that connect you to like, this is me? Or, or did it, or was it just like an interest? I and think like, it was it, right then when I started. Like, you're like, oh, this is me. Yeah. <laughs> so, much. so did you mention it to anybody or? No. And, and why not? And did it, it feel to you like stigma. a. And also, I feel, so it did feel a little like a pathological thing then. Yeah. But also, I, I still feel bad because, you know, I haven't been formally diagnosed. Uh, did you know that something about Asperger people that we worry about, like claiming it that while we're not? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, oh, very much so. Exactly. I think it overlaps with OCD stuff, like the the need for certainty. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. big need for certainty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With that, definitely. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So which that, is both like a good thing in medicine and a curse. It's a very good thing in medicine yeah, for the patient and yes. like terrible for right. for you. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, like yeah, we're not leaving that to chance. Checking, right, right, checking, 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 yeah. Checking, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so you did like, oh, this is me, and then there was a stigma for you then, um, or or like, I, th- I think it depends on if you're talking about internal stigma or external stigma. No, I mean like, ex- external. I don't mean internal. Or, oh. or you tell me, what do you mean? No, no internal. Right, right, like, right. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Basically. Right, but you wouldn't necessarily need to call attention to it from an no, external point I, w- of view. I wouldn't, especially yeah. back then, and even now, I yeah. wouldn't, just because there's a lot of. Um, yeah, I don't know. Even, how even now, you wouldn't say. I I don't know. It You're like I mask. Just exactly. It's like, it would depend on who I was talking to. Uh-huh. And somebody like me who lets it all hang out. You're like, exactly. oh, whatever. <laughs> Thank God. Thank you. so so huge of a relief. Um, and the thing is, and it it's nice when you do talk about it because anyone who you're not to there's still there's such a barrier and uh-huh. it's like uh i'm gonna yeah, do I think a lot of rest pretending. now i do exactly. a lot of pretending so do you feel like you still 
are doing some pretending. Oh, sure. Like Definitely. with, I mean, you don't have to name names, but like with, with, um, well, like I with friends, like with acquaintances. Not so much now since I'm not working, but definitely right. at work. Yeah. Even though there, I mean, you can look back and see like, oh, you're pretending, but you're not pretending very well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You mean you're not pretending or other Me. people? Oh, you. Yeah. You feel like, ah. I feel like, oh, yeah. So you're like, we're trying to pretend and also felt like you're judging yourself, like you're not, you're not masking well enough. Right. And masking, Definitely. I hesitate to use the word. That's the word. But, but yeah, I, sure. I don't. But so in, in what way? What was felt like it was? Um, less question. In like in meetings, like in the sense of you're pretending to be your typical, more, yeah, more blank, more, more like social, socially more. on point, mm-hmm. totally. And this, this is in the south too. And oh, I find huge, the south much harder. Oh my goodness, such huge expectations socially for women in the south. Yeah, yeah. And that's just not gonna fly. And that's definitely where the, as you pointed out earlier, the, the not being neurotypical, especially being an Aspergery or autistic woman, right? It's much. I feel like we're much more defined of why do we have to do this? Of yeah. seeing it from the outside, right? Of being like, why do I have to? Partly because we can't seem to manage to do it. Though I guess yeah. I mean I don't mean to put a blanket statement. I right. think some people can do it, but it's or maybe but, we're seeing the social construct. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. So failing in that way, in the yeah. sense of, I mean, I use the word failing. Did you use the word failing? Is you that what it felt like? Failing. Yes. Okay. Absolutely felt like yeah. failing. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I suppose I successfully enough that I stayed employed. But, right. 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 Um, you know, I don't want to have lunch with the other people on the team. Yeah. You know, they're great, but it's just, it's stressful. I need that time to de-stress. Yeah, yeah. From just being, <laughs> I'm, I'm giggling with understanding. Yeah, it's a, a it's nervous, nervous like, understanding giggle. I, I was like, I need to get away now. I have to get away. <laughs> I have to eat lunch by myself because I am full. Right, I'm saturated. I'm, so I'm saturated. Yes, and I've got to get some of that. I'm going to yeah. sit and I'm going to read and I'm going to eat. And then you always feel a little bit bad because you're like. Aren't you supposed to be social? Right. Enjoy that lunch. And yeah. Have it like the right kind of person. Yeah. Enjoy, especially yeah. women in the South. Yeah. Like, oh, God. No, I do not want to go to lunch with everybody else. Yeah. Just kill me because I'm not getting through the afternoon if I have lunch with anybody else. <laughs> yeah. Like, somebody's getting stabbed with a fork. <laughs> it's just <laughs> possibly yourself. Possibly. Yeah, more like most likely myself. Hopefully myself. But there's just yeah. no way. Yeah, I mean, I think that's one of the reasons I loved um, working in the ED with shift work because yeah. it was, and I need a shift work too. I right, and work. yeah, because as a hospitalist, it really yeah. is. Yeah, and then you don't have it and feels the misophonia. Like oh my god, the oh the sound stuff. Oh the yes, sound stuff. Yes, I never remember the name of that misophonia. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's another name as well. I might be mispronouncing. No, that. no, no, because phonia, of course, I guess, is obviously sound. Mm-hmm. And it, so what kind of things are things for you that you can't? Oh, it's the eating sounds. Oh, my God. Yes, I can't it's take the eating, eating sounds. sounds. That's the phone, yeah. Exactly. And so that's why, like, oh, my God. And you just, you feel a little weird just turning, always turning down the lunch thing. Oh. And they stop asking, which is like, thank God, but also, oh, oh God. Oh, the smacking, the smacking. The smacking, the slurping. I was so glad, the slurping. I was so glad to hear Oliver Sacks had, you know, the neurologist who yes. wrote, who had that. Because as the first time I came across it, that yeah. it was like, it, because it just seemed like, 
being so picky or easily overwhelmed or so sensitive or rude. Yeah. You don't want to say anything and you can't say anything. You're not supposed to say Absolutely not. I just can't. Oh, yeah. I think it's been a long time since I've eaten. Yeah. Yeah, But just this morning, one of my kids was eating cereal and I was making coffee right next to them. So I was like, and I was like, oh, my gosh, can I ask you to move? He's like, no, no. I'm going to breathe through it. You go ahead and smack on your cereal and I'm going to practice. Yes. Just like you practice your OCD stuff. I'm going to practice. Yes. And so I focus on my own. (laughs) So So my mind will be full of my. So hard. Yes. And the kid has that too. So we have to, at least we understand each other. You know, like, okay, if we get something to eat in the car, like, okay, don't start eating until we get the music going. We got to get the music going to hide the sounds. Like, you know, it's like apparently the four of us, each of us has some sort of, we all, we all understand. <laughs> I feel like we're just this little, little odd force of us. We're going yeah. around, but it's nice to meet other families who have their own little odd. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, turn, music's going. Okay, turn it up. Okay, we're good. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't think John shares the smacking problem. And I know my kids don't because they smack like crazy. Actually, when my sister was like, oh my gosh, 30 years ago, how can you marry him? And I think she was thinking manners. But uh-huh. I think it was the same thing for her that the sound. sound. I'm fine in restaurants and things because they're really usually good about having the music yeah, going. Or, there's just enough other sounds. And I've actually read about this that um, the, the reason why it is, have you read about it? Yeah. Is that um, your brain hears the sounds uh-huh. and thinks that you're eating, uh-huh. but obviously there's nothing in your mouth and there's a disconnect between the sensations everything else that you're doing and what your brain is hearing huh. and it's kind of a little bit like motion sickness with food and sounds because your brain is looking for those other um, interesting i like the inputs. idea of nausea with it or like disorientation yeah though so i don't know that i ex- i experience it as almost anxious anxiety provoking anxious like anger, it makes me I mean, anger yes yes like that, that feeling of really revved up like maybe it's just right. adrenaline yeah. But I don't think, I have to think about it. It, it feels just like I needed to stop. You do stop, right? But the anxious and the anger is a yeah. huge part of it. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. yeah I, like, I need it. Like, stop. it's just a physical thing. Yes. It's just, it, it's a physical experience. Yes. I don't, I have to think about it, thinking about, like, it's, because I, I feel like I definitely hear it, like, I feel like it's somebody else needs to stop. So I don't think I'm hearing it. Huh. I know, I've read that, but that doesn't mean it's true. Yeah. That's just one psychologist explanation for does that person have misophonia or no i don't know because <laughs> i don't i don't i'm not sure and i can't remember what it's based on if they've done any like fmri yeah 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 because that would be interesting yeah because if you have misophonia and the sound is activating certain other areas in True. your brain well i do think of it as hyperlinked yeah because like for instance i don't know if you have like synesthesia right so this would be an unpleasant kind of thing but um with synesthesia being like um uh like numbers having I mean that's not really a sense but numbers uh, having colors the kid has synesthesia I don't with, think with I what? do with uh numbers color yeah 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 definitely yeah and it's funny because I was talking to somebody else a chemistry PhD uh-huh. and she's in her 80s so you know that yeah she's definitely <laughs> she's talking about <laughs> right talking about uh she definitely has colors and numbers of course yeah but everybody in her family does as well uh-huh. but they all have different associations with which number which color interesting i love so that I disagree about that That's yeah really yeah nice. yeah yeah no i don't think i don't think i have that and then uh, and how are you about smells you can't that's the other thing i think also the thing of smells is i was thinking it doesn't there's a hyper connected and then i feel like there's no extinguishing i agree with you about the no distinguishing i have a 
rather poor oh, sorry, sense extinguishing. Of, yeah. yeah. I have a rather poor sense of smell. You're so lucky. So I know. So <laughs> when I smell it, it, oh my God, it can just, just horrible if it's overcoming. Yeah. Fortunately, since I don't have a good sense of smell, that's not a huge. Right. That's not me. one of your, yeah. Yeah. Our entire family is obsessed with yeah. smell, the no smells, et cetera. So, yeah. and then we live in a less smell environment, which means that every other smell just never goes away. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but if it's there and it's bothering me, you're right. It doesn't extend. It, it's, right. just, it's awful. It, you just you yeah. have to get it dealt with. But fortunately. I, f- I feel like we should segue now to what's so great about it. <laughs> I don't know if this is being recorded, but if it is, I feel like we should say, what's so wonderful about it? Well, the connections. And the obsessiveness. Yes. The obsessiveness is also known as a passion for things. Right, exactly. <laughs> right. This is why you could write a, a novel. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Research everything that you need for a yeah. novel. Um, and sit down and do it. Yeah. And like in um in school, I like I don't know if you experienced this, but just sitting and listening to a lecture mm-hmm. is painful oh yeah it's, I, I thought you could go slow. somewhere else like that I was like there's no way I could yeah. my mind the more people in the room the more my mind faster my mind went yeah. same lecture but if it's like the bigger the it's like yeah I, I I don't think it matters to me how big the class is at all I That's think it's because it's like if there's just one person you kind of have to try to make eye contact not there's a social oh, thing is on thing. which I hate yeah but uh yeah no I actually in med school stopped going to classes because same it made thing. no difference. The, the, the transcript, I just, yes. I just, oh, thank I need, goodness for the transcript. Oh my God, I need the transcript. I need yeah. to read it. Yeah. And I still feel like failure, like terrible because I can't just sit in the class and um, listen. Yeah. But all the way through school, um, you know, and I thought I was being so sneaky, but like, like the teacher would sit me next to the bookshelves and I would just read through the entire class under the, <laughs> under the desk. And of course they knew yeah. and they were just stocking the shelves. So you the mean like elementary, middle school, like or high school or med school. <laughs> reading all the way through med school and reading the transcripts, yeah. but just, just sitting there and listening yeah. to someone lecture on a subject. It's the, the flow of information I think is what it is. I think it's too slow. I think for me, it's auditory processing. Like if I re, I I sometimes I rerun too. it through. Like, and I don't think it's necessarily all autistics. I know John does it very well in like listing, and it's not as great as visual. But I think it's it's like I think there's like there's a strong preference for one or the other. And so when you have a real like visually, I think both process very well, which means that audio oh, not so much. <laughs> yeah, I'm very yeah. strong with visual. I'm just I need to read it. Yeah. Just yeah. And then you remember like what page it's on and that kind of exactly. thing. I mean, it's not perfect, but sometimes I feel like, okay, I know it's the bottom, this page of this. Yes. Yeah. And if I'm really focusing, I'll see people speaking in typed out words. Yeah. Or sometimes it's like, oh, if you don't hear something and then you're That's like. That's interesting. You know, I haven't heard of that. I yeah. It's, it's great because you can, if you focus then you can just read it. Read it. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, um, I don't know if you find this, but when I hear words, sometimes I have to run them back through in a sense. It's like, I know somebody said something. I don't know what it was. So I feel like I run it back through in my mind and then I can kind of make out the words. I think I could do that if I could, if they're not just gone. Yeah. If they've gone in <laughs> at all. Went, yeah. They might not have gone in at all. Yeah. 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 Um, but on the other hand, the thing is, is that I think all that reading really set me up well because yeah. it set me up for those really great SAT scores. <laughs> I love that your teachers put you by the books. They put me by. See, That's it was adorable. a really good school for me. That's very it good. Was, it was very, 
stable. Yeah. So focused on the academics. Yeah. And they could tell obviously that you needed, you were, you were not, and you're probably, you might've been slightly disruptive. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, no, the book, of course not. No, but we had the, Louis and I had the opposite when we were in elementary school in France, we we always wanted to read. So we always had a book, but they would throw it at us out of the class. I think I've told you this before. No, no. And we would, and they would grab us like by the ear or by the arm, like roughly. Yeah. And throw us out of the class when we were reading. And the trick was to keep the book in your hand so as you're being small. thrown out of the course, class. You could just read it. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and the thing is, it's just, it's so stupid to try and take a book away from a kid. Yeah. Um. So I well, think I got lucky yeah. that, like, like I had a history teacher who would just stock the shelves with the novels. Well, I think they yes, were like <laughs> with the novels that were um appropriate for that time. Yeah, and and that were the historical fiction about the oh, stuff that was supposed so to be great. Learning. And some of them were so good. And I know so much more than I ever would about you know the Plantagenets because I read these books. I don't know that I know what the what there was a really good one that I remember in particular called Catherine. Uh-huh. That is about the mistress of um, one of the last Plantagenets, and they were the ones. This is where I don't. The Plantagenets were the lineage that came before the Tudors in England. Oh, okay. And in fact, they were the ones that the Tudor. This was John of Gaunt uh-huh. and his mistress Catherine. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm going to giggle. <laughs> <laughs> this might be another of the going the edge of the testing. <laughs> yeah, just jump ahead. <laughs> Um, yeah, so John Gaunt, uh-huh. um, he was married to um, a countess named Blanche, but she died of the plague. Uh-huh. Uh, but is all... it there Blanche in one of your books? In, in there the... might be. Yeah, yeah, in your... Um... I don't know, maybe. Yeah, I thought there was. But she wasn't a big character in this book. No, no, and she wasn't a big character in your book. I mean, she was just this... Anyway, sorry, could go be, ahead. It could yeah, be yeah. Well be. It's a good name. I mean, it's a great name. Tennessee Williams, right? I mean, <laughs> among others. Among others. Stella. The kindness is strange. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, yeah, just so it's about them, John Gaunt and Catherine and the um, illegitimate children they had who ended up um, being the Tudor line. Oh. Yeah. The illegitimate children. The, oh, yes, that was one, that's what made it such a good book, at, oh. especially at that age. Oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, wow, this is very this is more, like, more interesting than you're telling us. So you're the kids are like sneaking in Judy Bloom, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> that sounds actually it's funny a, a lot like the a little bit like mythology and like the who you know who had whom, yes, who went, went, yes, yeah. yeah. That's neat. Huh. Neat. All right, so that's a definite. Pro <laughs> plus, we. I feel like we've la- balanced out the ledgers a little bit. I don't know how much got taped in tape or whatever. Yeah, just um, all the all the reading. And you, know, one thing that I worry about with the schools here is that on the one hand, it seems really good mm-hmm. that they've moved away from requiring textbooks mm-hmm. because uh, it's got to be just too expensive yeah, for a lot yeah, of families. Yeah, yeah. But instead, they're handing out all this material. Yeah. that the kids have to try and keep in some kind of yeah. order yeah um there's not an easy textbook yeah there's not like to. one ref, one one area exactly. to go to like there's not a physical and location I needed, that. Yeah. I yeah. needed a textbook that yeah. I could read because I yeah. basically took nothing from the, the right the, right the, from the talking yeah 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 so <laughs> that's, 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 
I don't I just I don't know what you're saying I was like oh I have to I have to try to focus I, I really always like that at the Charlie Brown stuff. Oh, yes. Because that really wah, was like, wah, yes, wah. Yeah, like a wah. What, what they were saying was wah, wah, wah. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's like, yeah. who knows what is the autistic quote unquote part? And, and partly yeah. it doesn't matter. Yes. But it's, it's, right. since this word labeling, et cetera, like, right. And also, who knows what "quote unquote" normal is? I mean, it's, normal people do, but the yeah. typical people know, but I don't know. Right. So yeah, you break yeah. everything down yeah. into smaller categories. So there's going to be yeah. Who's, if it's just if it's not just one axis, if it's multiple axes, right. then everybody's a little off on depending on the axes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So true. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Like okay, let's just yeah. Let's go to the text. <laughs> I love that your teachers put you next to the books, though. Nice. That's very nice. That's good teaching, actually. Yeah, that's really great yeah. teaching. Yeah. Really great teaching. Hmm. Oh, so I did not know that you had a concept of that before your child. Yeah. So just again, I'm going back to that clearly because yes. I'm a little bit obsessed yeah. with that. Why? Um, when did you mention that to anybody? Did it? Did you kind of put it back in your mind? And like, for instance, with Jim, did you say anything? Did you? No. And I, did you think of Jim that way or no? You're just like, this no. is probably me and I'm just going to tuck it away. Exactly that. I would say, I would say I've never said that to anyone before you. Really? Maybe a little joking around with Jim. <laughs> yeah. A little joking around. Because I let it all hang out. That <laughs> <laughs> helps. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Oh. Yeah. Be, oh, because you felt like you would be adversely judged. Or you didn't yes, want to. Yes, that, that and. Because you're saying externals. And, and that's internal. what I. Yeah. I, I think that. And also the lack of a formal diagnosis mm-hmm. and it just kind also, of didn't come up. Maybe it also didn't come up. And, you know, I didn't have a lot of close friends in Atlanta, which mm-hmm. I think looking back was very much that social mm. Southern. Yeah. 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 Thing. Yeah. Yeah. But then you're going to laugh at like- this. Well, we got out to Seattle. Oh, yes. Beautiful. Totally. I think, well, I think the Southern women, at least the Deep South, I mean, Virginia is not yeah. as pronounced. And this is this was, obviously yeah, a huge South. generality. Right. But I feel like there's, there are particular um, codes. They're even more, it's even more coded right. in some way. And so I feel like yeah. there's lay, even more layers to kind of try to figure out. Where people, you know, the bless her heart. Yeah. Or isn't that lovely? Now, when I say isn't that lovely, I actually mean isn't that lovely. Yeah. But I think in the deep south, at least in the oh, 80s, yeah. isn't that lovely was a bad thing. Oh, yeah. And bless your heart was a bad thing. Yeah. Right. So, but everybody knew those codes <laughs> except for me. Except for me. I mean, I know now because I've read it. <laughs> right, right, right. But I feel like there either there were fewer codes or less. Maybe this, I don't know. I'm going to go into stereotypes, but I, yeah. Like Boston felt like a little bit of breath of fresh air in the sense yeah. that we had more people who just said things they're blunt yes, which to the yes. south is like oh terribly blunt but there is like oh thank goodness you know where you stand right where no, you think exactly. you know where you stand yeah at least though yeah but, the but seattle, south is so seattle differently seattle seattle like i didn't say it to anybody in seattle because everyone would be like you and me both right 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 <laughs> you know like what else yeah it, it was but it's still it's like but, but with your kid with your child who was labeled like yes. 15 no like yes. 12 years ago labeled at what age? As, like in la- in more than a decade, right? So you've 
I'm saying that you didn't wouldn't say it, but it was something that was active. I guess what I'm I'm poking a little bit on yeah. the no internal stigma, just an external knowing there's an external stigma. And I'm just wondering if some of that might not have been internalized a little bit, or maybe I think probably yeah. 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 Tell you what, wonderful me. I, I couldn't even get that. I couldn't even get that. Oh, she's weirder than I am. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny because people talk about the Seattle freeze. Mm-hmm. Um, the Seattle freeze? Yeah, the Seattle freeze is people moving to Seattle and feeling like they, they can't make friends or that oh. they feel like, like everyone's a little bit off. Oh, interesting. And I think it's just a really neuroatypical city. Yes. And good coffee. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. There and we're like, oh, yeah, these are my people. Yeah. We're just yeah. swimming in the sea. Yeah. Of- it's funny for other people that would be like, how do you make people with these names? These are the easiest people so easy actually the funny thing is just sitting here talking to you right now i have just made a connection with somebody yeah a little bit embarrassing oh (laughs) remember we may not even be recording and i could always edit it out if we are recording so um i think one of the um women that i was closer to Uh in atlanta who i worked with really nice person um but she was very socially capable Uh and southern and blonde and just nice but and she had like some questions for me sometimes about why I didn't do certain things, which I had a hard time answering. Like, and I think, um, like actually, and I'm still embarrassed by this, by like calling people by their more formal name. Rather, you were calling people by their yes, first Yes, totally. And their first name. Right. I, I get that. invited to use yes, their first name. Yes, yes, yes. Which is why I feel like France. It's yes. an autistic nation because people yes. invite you to use the two instead of the vu. Right, exactly. Among other things in France. Exactly. And the same thing. Yeah. And coming from my parents, especially the English mother, and I was told not to do that. And or autistic. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. And so, and I have tremendous trouble with that. But she yeah. was feeling that I was like maybe being rude to somebody by not using their first Interesting. name. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, but they haven't said that it's right. okay. Right. And it's physically uncomfortable. It feels it's like fit- you use. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And the funny thing is, is that the person who it was about, I think, might have overheard some of it and they were an immigrant and they kind of liked. Oh, yes. Yes. Using the first after. Yeah. So that was. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, but she also what just struck me right now is that. She made a point of talking to the bringing up her husband who had also who was also a doctor uh-huh. and um he was pretty significantly autistic uh-huh. very asperger yeah yeah and um they had just had a recent bad divorce and oh okay so she's thinking of it differently but yeah but, but she was yeah but she, she was looking at you like maybe you can provide some insight yeah and i i thought it was very interesting that she was telling me this stuff but in retrospect, she was like a heads up. <laughs> so what was she saying? Like, well, she was saying some things about how um, I think it had been 
he was a very good doctor, very but had difficulty with social things. Mm-hmm. Um, but not with his patients, right? Because there's a script with patients in a sense. Yeah, exactly. I love the script with patients because oh, you can talk to patients oh and God. you know there's a reason. And yeah, so true. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. True. What kind of physician was he? Hospitals um, as well, or like a neurologist? <laughs> like internal, mm-hmm, I believe. Mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly because I never knew him. Right. Um, because she came to my hospital after leaving the hospital that they had been at together. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, she told me one story once that was really sad that he had basically never smiled or laughed. And there was <laughs> one time that they took a hike up a mountain and they were somewhere in a little bit of nature and it was like the first time that he ever like breathed and smiled oh, and she said wow. it kind of broke her heart and then after they divorced he moved off to a rural cabin with no electricity or any could like completely off the grid yeah. and was happy there oh wow yeah but what's what it's connecting with me right now is that i'm getting why she was bringing it on <laughs> just just a few years later they in the sense of like were you not smiling then or were you just not like i was quite smiling i think she just saw things in me right 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 i don't think it reminded her in any way and maybe she wasn't even consciously doing it maybe Maybe. i just saw you there was something about right or maybe she was maybe it's like she was obviously she was quite neurotypical but she was obviously good around people who aren't right which is probably why we were more friends i mean i do wonder about the whole nature piece and again I, I think of like well doesn't everybody feel better in nature but it, it yeah, seems I to me that maybe not I don't know because I mean it's I feel like it's a necessity I mean nature being I guess I mean since we're part of nature just being literal <laughs> here since we're part of nature it's anywhere we are but you know more green I suppose but now I wanted to ask you more about the attention side of things because I feel like that's been a big a typical thing for me. I feel like people, it seems to me that the people I know who um, feel they have trouble with attention have, it, correct me if I'm wrong about you, have almost like a sense of shame with it. Oh, definitely. And which, since I don't have as much of the attention issue, I don't have a sense of shame when you, like I have another friend who's a surgeon. She's awesome. You're awesome. And you both seem to have a little bit of a sense of shame about the attention or maybe time management or those kind of things which I don't think of as sources of shame, uh-huh. right? Because I don't, I don't have the experience. So maybe you have been shamed in some way or feel like it's wrong. Oh, I think definitely because, you know, growing up, um, like, you know, school was a series of like going to lost and found every week, all the things that have <laughs> left behind. I love that. <laughs> when you get there, it's- box <laughs> yeah, literally, literally we had to go to the lost and found every week um losing keys uh, getting into the car I, i'm hyper regimented i think maybe uh-huh. because of that because like, i have a particular happen, yeah it's like yes. a, a feeling of like if i don't have the structure yeah and lulu definitely. has a good thing she thinks that actually one of the things she people you know when people talk to themselves out like out loud yeah and she says it feels like it's processing in a different way. Yeah. Because if you're speaking out loud or writing it down on a list, like I'm obsessed with lists, uh-huh. like it's a way of processing it so that if you're normal, if the, not normal, if what would normally be considered the usual routes yes. are not available to right. you or don't work. Yes. Right. So there's a list, there's a saying it out loud to yourself if you're the kind of person who can hear it out, yes. you know, process it again. Yeah. 
But yeah, I know I'm kind of obsessive when it comes to like OCD. You have to have that to stay on top. Because otherwise, there's no way. Yeah. Though this makes me think of like, Lulu sent license plates for her car. And I remember my last memories, I remember having license plates. And I remember, and she knows I did this because she has the same thing. She's like, I bet you did. You said, okay, I'll put this here. Well, of course, remember it. And that's the last thing I remember, but I have no idea where I put it. I know when it's like it's it's here, it's just gone. Yeah, I think as I get older, most of the time I'm like, okay, well, that's fine. It just is. It just is. It just is. You know, like yeah, but yeah, but the you know the absent-minded professor stereotype, which is hard because that's such a male thing. But that and that male comes with support. Exactly comes with like admiration. Admiration. It comes with a you know 1940 secretary with pencil skirt and those fabulous heels. Yeah, yeah, we'll fall in love. Yeah, and you're even smarter because you're like exactly that. yeah. But that is but not... as a woman, you're supposed to be both yeah, both the success and the secretary. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're supposed to have your not... executive skills as supposed to be more than intact, right? Yeah, yeah, like I don't know about you, but phone calls. Oh, I one of the, my favorite things was I was uh-huh. watching on YouTube. It was a neuro, typically atypical Asperger guy was um, interviewing a, a woman who was an Aspie girl. And, you know, that how it might present differently. And again, gender constructs, et cetera. But what she said, she's like, you know, it may not be obvious to people, but like, for instance, she's like, I have the hardest time ordering a pizza. And I <laughs> laughed and laughed and laughed because I had the hardest time ordering a pizza. Like, I hate calling. Oh, I hate calling. <laughs> I hate calling. She's like, I have I to it. practice what I'm going to say. And I'm like, yes. doesn't everybody? Yes. <laughs> Hey, the pizza's not so hard for me because the thing is, it goes back to it's a script. Yes, but even even if it's but the same script, you just do it on the phone, which is yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm actually wringing my hands just now, thinking about it. I think that's what I'm just thinking about calling for pizza because I think it's a script, but I feel like I still can't quite remember get it right. Yeah, like I mean, I had to get call for insurance, and I'm like. <laughs> I can hear the person oh, on the other that, line be that, like, that's like what's your name? Yeah. You know, it's like, I'm like, it's like, I feel the tension It's like a wall of words come out, right? Which I know don't make sense. Yes. You know, or a word, uh, well, it doesn't, it's a singular. But anyway, but it's, it's you know, it's just like, and you can hear, and all, it's nice to hear the other person on the other side, like, recognize, like, okay, this person's doing their <laughs> best. If they're in a good mood, they're like, all right, honey, especially this house. Okay, okay, honey. Can you maybe start with your name? <laughs> and then, of course, my last name is so hard. Sweating, just thinking, sweating, just thinking about calling. But I've really tried to be better now. Just be like, okay, I'm just gonna. Even saying that makes me my chest tight. I'm just gonna call. Yeah. Without necessarily somebody else to make the call. Yeah. To, to make the call. Wait, yeah. Like yeah, but I'm trying to put my big girl panties on and yeah. make the call. Yeah. So, you know, so I can check it off the list. Yeah. Yes, I did that. But but now I can do something else afterwards. Gold cold stars. Cold. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure neurotypical people struggle with other stuff. I mean, actually, sure. they have to struggle with yeah. like, where is their social hierarchy? I don't care. Right. Like, I don't, who cares? Right. Yeah. Exactly. I'm mean, like, outside of that. Never. Like, I'm not competing with anybody. Yeah. <laughs> so. Pluses and minuses. Pluses and minuses. <laughs> Pluses and minuses. Very true. Yeah. I think that's the nice yeah. thing about getting older, right? Yeah. That feeling of like, okay, it's your minus is the plus and your plus is the minus. Like it's, I hate that expression, two sides of the same coin. I, I don't <laughs> care for these overused expressions, but that's unfortunately true. what comes up. Wait, I wonder what the, uh, what is a phobia? So misophonia. misophonia. But I wonder where if there's one for overused idioms or business jargon. 
<laughs> I oh, know. Well, there's some business jargon that really <laughs> great sounds like excessive. That might grace. be universal, but it, it yeah. does like touch base really gets to me. Um, go live. I hate it. I hate it to an unreasonable degree. I think partly also because it comes with the idea that something is going to change. Right. And I do not. <laughs> Especially because it involves usually something to do with technology. Technology change. And yeah. And, oh. yeah. 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 Just sorry, thinking about it. It's too funny. Oh, delightful. Yeah. <laughs> not in this. This will not go live. Yeah. Actually, just thinking about like, and I don't like to, I have a hard time saying like to drop something. Actually, the thing is, I don't like to use something that makes it sound like, I guess I'm trying, therefore failing <laughs> to have like the right jargon, not business jargon. Cause oh, I yeah. hate that. Like be on the same page yeah. and unless yeah. you're on the same page, but whatever, <laughs> but like to go live or to publish or to drop an episode, the next drop episode it. drops. Like, I don't know. I'm hand wringing here. I mean, I, I can accept when other people say, it, but I can't quite muster myself to, <laughs> to say, say it. it. <laughs> That's not, a, it doesn't disturb me. I I kind of had an issue when I was growing up. Like, can I? I actually remember. Can I say the word "cool"? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like trying to wear. Do cool I have clothes. permission? Do I have permission to use the word "cool"? <laughs> Nobody's told me I can use the word "cool," and now I'm saying. I feel like it's like, can I pull it off? Right. <laughs> True. <laughs> the answer is maybe not. <laughs> so I wouldn't go for any like hot new yeah. slang. Yeah, yeah. Right now I'm not <laughs> being bullied, so maybe. No, I love hot new slang because it's ridiculous when I use it. <laughs> it's like I will tarnish your hot new slang by using it. <laughs> yeah, update me. What is this uh, hot oh, new slang you speak of? I can't even remember. I'd have to ask. <laughs> I know the kids try to keep me up to date with that. I was like, it's not. <laughs> Excuse me, it's not happening. I know my tweet. Are you too warm? It so is a little warm. All right. Well, I'm going to stop here and we either have one or the other. And then we'll go from here. And then I would love to chat more some other okay. time. Uh, ooh, advice for moms. Just thinking about this, because one yes. of the things I think about is um, advice for parents, but I guess moms, but parents of newly, I hesitate to use the word diagnosed, but like parents with a kid who's recently been labeled or somebody said, you know, you may want to get your child evaluated. Right. Pa- thinking about how to, approach that emotionally somebody who might be struggling with that that's a really good question because like I said Mm -hmm. it wasn't anything that comes as faintly a surprise or difference from what we're like yeah um I mean it just really makes you think about how you've managed to kind of try and thread the needle and And what things they might need to do in terms of getting into careers and pathways that aren't going to be like constantly poked with needles. Right, right, right. Metaphorically speaking. (laughs) But literally speaking, you can be the one poking with needles, but whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 So um, this is good. The music coming on is like an outro. (laughs) um, So that sounds like a sense of reassurance, like in the sense of. In our case, both our cases, when we had kids, they were not surprisingly like us. And I mean, for me, I realized so, yeah. in reverse that because of this label, it realized what the label also applied to me and my husband, my husband and I. So, yeah, yeah the only thing that slowed down us getting the testing done was that first test that they referred us to that I did with them mm-hmm. and that. I scored way higher right. on certain <laughs> things. So, and then when they get tested, the normal control, not so much. <laughs> I, was, I was like, well, this can't possibly be. Look out. Look out. 
<laughs> of course. I mean, yeah, and of yeah, course, yeah. I knew things about myself, and then, but then I felt because you feel like, well, um, if I haven't been diagnosed, right, right, right. What is, is what is a, a diagnosis means a pathology, and right? It, yeah, and so this is, I think, this like struggling part, like yeah, it was just so ability, so what's, yeah. what's gonna, yeah, what's gonna yeah. help, what's gonna hurt, and and when do you tell people, when do you not? Because yeah. there there is going to be stigma mm-hmm. and um yeah and i guess for us we had a different experience because for our son it was helpful to have the label exactly and i think it is helpful yeah. i'm glad that ours has the label too because they can get things through the school yeah that have been yeah and i think yeah. people give the benefit of the doubt maybe they right. do for quirky kids these days in a way that they don't for yeah other and it depends on school too like, like the school that um our kid went to in seattle um they had extra stuff starting like almost right away so yeah. i think they, they take yeah, out and, like, and yeah. right away exactly they take the neurotypical okay you guys don't feel like you fit in but, but, but people, okay. there are other people like you out there <laughs> they'll be happy to chit chat <laughs> i love that <laughs> i'm going to end there and we'll see which part of this conversation if any we recorded <laughs>